what is this place? Huh? What is this place? What is... What's going on? Where the hell is my wife? What did he do to my wife? Say something! Justin, tell us, why did you tell R. Kelly to do what he did? Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. Tom Cruise locked in the closet. <laughs> now I'm in the closet, too. One of the best South Park episodes of all time. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> so how you been, man? I haven't seen you in a bit. I know, right? I've been good, been stressed, been working, been having fun, man. All of the above. Yeah, you went on a mini vacay? Yeah. Mini vacay, man. It seems like I never go on mini vacays in the summertime where most people do them. Yeah, I, I end up doing them in the fall. I actually, last year I went to Alaska. This yeah. year I've been to Colorado and Georgia. So it was, we've had fun. Yeah, this year I will have, uh, I've gone to San Francisco. I will have gone to Toronto and uh, Massachusetts twice. So Hell yeah. That'll be good. And then Bahamas in February. So it's going to be awesome. Let me know if you can't use those tickets. <laughs> yeah. It's a cruise. I would be, I wish I was more excited about a cruise than I was just like Going. flying there, yeah. getting okay. in the bungalow and sitting right by the beach. Yeah. I got to use chemical <laughs> toilets and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's interesting, dude. Like as much as I love the water and everything like that, I don't necessarily have a desire to go on a cruise. No, I think it's horrible. I, <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I'm doing it is because it's like a destination wedding. Oh, and I got we, you. And we love the guy. I got so you. So we gotta have we gotta do it. So yeah, that but it's makes one sense. of those things you're like, destination wedding, huh? Where's it gonna be? Yeah. Greece? Yeah. Nope. On a cruise ship in the Bahamas. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. I don't drink and I don't gamble. Yeah. So I think that's kinda it takes you out. You can only play so much shuffleboard. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's only for like a quick weekend, so it'd yeah. be good. Well, maybe they'll have one of those like uh, surfing things. I have seen that. Yeah, see? Yeah. You can go break your leg. Break think, a leg, bud. I think I'd rather, I think I'd rather gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I think either way it's a gamble. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> have you, were you able to watch any movies this last week? So I got to watch one. One um, movie? Yeah. and I watched... Yeah, I think the the least I've watched a day has been three. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, you got me beat for sure. Yeah, well, um, it's it's kind of the I call it the summer of Paul. Anytime yeah. my uh, my girl goes away to visit family down south, uh-huh. I just live the bachelor life and watch like endless movies. And I watch endless movies when she's here, but I'll watch less. Uh, I she. She hates when I watch like a horror movie because she likes the horror movies and mm-hmm. it's distracting as hell to her <laughs> because she, she's like, man, I got to do work, but now you're putting this interesting ass movie. On. Yeah. So I watched a lot of horror movies this, uh, last week. <laughs> nice. Was it a horror movie that it, you watched? It was a horror movie that nice. I watched. Well, it was supposed to be a horror movie. <laughs> was it from the 80s? Uh, 90s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that counts too. Eddie Furlong. Eddie Furlong. And it Furlong. wasn't Pet Cemetery 2. Was it, what was the other one that he did? Was the uh, Ghost in the Machine? Was that Eddie Furlong? I don't remember. It's been so long since I've seen that. I think so. Wow. Yeah, I'd look it up. But what is the other one? Oh, it's the uh, the brain scan. The brain scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I remember watching it as a kid. And I mean, I loved it as a kid. I haven't watched it since then. Me neither. And it was it was just on Tubi, and I saw it, and I was like. I saw the like movie poster for it. That's and, what I remember about yeah, it. Yeah, and I was like, I remember that. I was like, I can't remember why I re- I do. And so I looked into the little you know description or whatever yeah. and read it, and I was like, damn, I haven't seen that in like twenty five years. I'd so, have to. 
I'd have to rewatch it because I know I I thought it was decent. I think when I watched it back in the day, yeah. they were on like the cusp of like Lawnmower Man and all those weird computer generated movies. Yeah, when it, stuff like that came there out, there wasn't too much of that. So I, Eddie Furlong loves horror. He's like all mm-hmm. about Fangoria, like yeah. somebody I know, you know. Yeah. Um, and there's this new video game out that's supposed to be like the most interactive, yeah. you know, da, 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 yeah, see, da. this is like virtuosity time. Right. Period. But see, it's all like real life camera mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? There's no like, um, weird kind of, effects. yeah, like CGI lawnmower man type they stuff. They couldn't afford it. Is what yeah. <laughs> well, so what it was, was he was murdering these people in real life, mm-hmm. but in his head and in this game, it was in a game. And then right. that dude that's on the, on the cover. Yeah. He like, is the narrator for the game, and he's obviously a bad guy. Was it worth know? the watch? It was worth the revamp. I would not recommend. <laughs> I still might watch it. Because yeah, I, I know I've seen it before. I just can't remember nostalgic, the Nostalgic, it's good to watch. Yeah. You know I just I mean? rewatched his uh, Return of the Living Dead Part 2. <laughs> if one didn't do it for you, yeah. there's a part two out there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just as good, actually. No, I wouldn't say that. The is first that one the, was awesome. Is that the one that starts off in the army base? Uh, I think it does start off in an army base at the very beginning, uh, just briefly. Most of it is in the the morgue mm-hmm. and the cemetery. Uh-huh. This is the one where the uh, the the naked chick took all her clothes off and for no reason whatsoever just danced on top of the gravestones and everything. Really, and her, uh, it was a whole gang of like punks that were in a uh, cemetery. But one of the punks actually worked in the morgue, and him and another. Uh, the guy from uh, damn, I can't remember his name. The guy from Poltergeist that moved the graves. Or oh, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking. Yeah, uh, uh, damn, James Karen, James Karen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Him and the kid who played like Tommy Jarvis in the Friday Thirteenth Part Six movie worked at the morgue, and they went down to the basement, opened up this like uh, kind can. of military can, yeah, and that's where the tar zombie came from, and it just they just they all the creatures in the morgue came animated after mm. that and they had to kill a bunch of them and then they had to go to the actual morgue and convince the guy to uh, put chopped up pieces of bodies into the incinerator and mm. then all the mist got out into the world and, yeah yeah it was crazy fun yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i watched some good ones though that i hadn't well enter paul's movie note yeah. <laughs> right now so i can tell you about some of these movies i've been trying to catch up on a lot of kind of action and horror movies and sci-fi movies that i just haven't seen that have come out in the last like there's a lot more movies than i thought that were good that's come out in the last five years than i thought of you know yeah. movies that don't get enough love in the theater or movies that frankly don't go to the theater at all yeah there's a lot of really good straight to like streaming service movies like i told you about the apostle which was on netflix prey comes out tomorrow uh, uh, Prey comes out tomorrow on Hulu, man. And that's a real test right there to see how that does. And I can't wait. Everyone, yeah, I'll definitely be watching it. Is it tomorrow? I think it's the 5th. I think it's oh, Friday. I thought today was the 4th. No, I think yeah. today's the 3rd. You're all lost. Man. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's the 5th. Yeah. And I think it's Hulu and Disney Plus it drops on. and it's Oh, it drops on Disney Plus I'm too? I'm pretty sure that's what I Disney heard. Disney Plus is going to carry Prey? Yeah. Well, they, they're... They, I think you're they thinking carry of, Logan. I think you're thinking about Paramount Plus. Really? I swear. I, I think Disney and Hulu are like combined in that way now. Really? Uh, they allow Logan and uh, Deadpool now since last week. So really? they might actually allow it. But I know it's for sure on Hulu. That's what I have yeah. slated as yeah. uh, to come out. And yeah, I hear nothing but good things. Yeah. You can watch it in the original Cherokee language, and all the actors came back to record their lines. Damn, that's Cherokee. Dope. Yeah. It might not be Cherokee. It might be another tribe. You just say native. Uh, yeah. It, but they all came back in, and they did it. So yeah. I hear that there's 
there's dialogue in it, but it's like toned down and it's just a brutal kind of uh, ingenious look at it. Mm. So I'm all in no matter what, but. So speaking of interesting things, I heard this little tidbit the other day. I really think it, it's fascinating. So, you know, See in, we did there? Yeah, <laughs> you know, in um, Tropic Thunder, um, what is it? Uh, Lazarus is is uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the white guy actor mm-hmm. that's playing the black guy. Yeah. Um, at some point in the movie, he says that, like, he doesn't break character until the DVD commentary. So that's on, funny. That's a good line. So on the Tropic Thunder commentary, he's commenting as that guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Like him and I think um, either Ben Stiller or one of the, or my, maybe Jack That's Black. Um, but they do the entire commentary. As those characters? As those characters. I would definitely check that out. I'm going to have to check that I, out. As far as I didn't, had heard about that, I'm, I'm pretty almost, sure I had. I might have the Blu-ray for it. I was going to say, I'm almost positive I own it. I have to go and check and see. Yeah, I'm not sure it would be on the would be DVD. would so worth it, dude. But on the Blu-ray? Yeah, that would be interesting. It's a movie you definitely can't do today. So. No, definitely Like for not. so many different reasons. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, some of the movies that I watched this week, Morgan was out and I'll talk about, I've told before I have a list of like fantastic, very good, decent and dog shit. I'm going to stick basically to the fantastic and I won't give major spoilers away, but just check them out if you can find them. A lot of these movies, I I took a gamble on a few of them Mm -hmm. where I could not find them streaming anywhere. And I just had to buy the DVD and some of them I spent like seven, eight dollars for and I'm like crossing my fingers. Hopefully it's something I want to keep. And most of them I I did pretty well. I did my research and it was exactly how I thought it would be. It turned out really well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then one of them turned out horrible and it's it's in my dog shit uh, sell sell later on Mm -hmm. pile. Uh, But some of the the better ones, Morgan, Mm -hmm. fantastic movie, Anna Taylor Joy, I mentioned in previous podcasts, I'm kind of on an Anna Taylor Joy kick right now, almost like I was on a. Uh, I remember the first time I discovered uh, Sam Rockwell, oh, like yeah. it was like I had already seen him and stuff, but then he he came out with like five indie movies all at the same time, and you're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is Sam Rockwell doing? Here? Yeah, I need to deep dive into all these Sam Rockwell movies. And that's What's how that I, space one. Uh, Moon. That's yeah, how I dude, discovered Moon. So good, man, dude. I went uh, back and I kind of looked at that, and there was a whole bunch of other movies that he. Had I love done. him as Seven Psychopaths. Uh, Ch- Anna Taylor Joy, in my opinion, is one of the best young actresses right now. I think her and uh, Jesse Plemons. If I was to pick like a guy actor mm-hmm. that's out right now, I love Jesse Plemons. Everything he's in, he's just next level. Anna Taylor Joy, man, she just kills it and everything and. I don't know if you ever saw uh, Queen's Gambit. No. Uh, boring movie, uh, TV show. It's about chess and everything. I can't recommend it to many Definitely people. Definitely not. I can't recommend it to many people, but it is a fascinating story. I think I've seen like good clips from it. And she is it. so good in it, uh, though. And uh, she actually is going to come up in my movie that I'm going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, but before that, she has done... Uh, in Morgan, she's basically... It's Ex Machina, basically. Yeah. Just to kind of break it down for Is it just like viewers. on a much... like? It's a larger scale. Instead of just three people or four people in the whole movie, there's like a whole group of like scientists. Like a facility kind There's of. a facility with yeah. a whole group of scientists that are testing her and everything in the yeah. movie. Like starts with... She had already injured somebody before the movie started. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes into several of the kind of upper crust people showing up to the facility mm-hmm. to test her and to make sure she's all right to continue with the testing or whatever they're doing with this uh, this female robot. Yeah. Uh, so and, and she, she's complete. So she's a robot? She's, she's not a clone? No, she's a robot. Oh, and But okay. she's like... Um, but she grows. She's complete. Uh, yeah, 
she, she grows. She's synthetic in some way, but uh-huh. basically she's a robot. Gotcha. Um, similar to Ex Machina, except she, we can see her all. Uh, she's all completely flesh, unlike uh, the Ex Machina girl. Right. But packed filled with like famous people, Paul Giamatti, Michelle Yeoh. Um, yeah, that trailer looks dope. Yeah, it's, it's re- really a great movie, man. I loved it. I thought it was very well done. And she's she has this natural ability to be very... Uh, you really care about her when you're watching her in a lot of her movies in mm-hmm. it. And I, I'm guessing that we'll see her in, uh, in some serious, serious stuff over, because she's still young. She's like 25. Mm-hmm. So she was probably had not even begun to do her, uh, her best stuff right now. And everyone's snatching her up. She just got snatched up for that Amsterdam movie. And, uh, the menu movie is another movie. She's all set to do. That one sounds familiar. Yeah. That might be Aronofsky. I'm not sure if it is. And uh, the Northman, I told you, she was yeah. uh, she was amazing, and that's a movie I saw this week that I highly recommend. That looks Check good. out the Northman. But uh, have you still not seen Last Night in Soho? No, she's amazing in that movie. Really, and that's and that's probably her at at her one of her best too. She's really great in that film. Uh, you saw her in Split. She was the main the, kidnapped yeah. girl mm-hmm. in Split. She keeps going between like dark hair and blonde hair. Most of the time I see her with blonde hair and she's mm-hmm. very recognizable. Uh, she's got very unique eyes. They're kind of like set really far apart yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, she's phenomenal in everything. But check her out in Morgan. Check her out in uh, The North Men, uh, which I said I had seen. I showed you the trail for uh, Swallow, which I yeah, saw this week. Dude, that... I loved it. I'm sure it's good. I absolutely love it. I'm sure it's good. Very slow. I'm pretty upfront with people on this podcast. When it's slow, I'll tell you it's slow. Yeah. I have no problem with slow. Yeah. Justin has a problem with slow. No. I, I think you need... Uh, slow, slow and swallowing literal pins and needles. Yeah. I'm good. I'm it's good. good. Man. And that's in the trailer. It's, it's I'm not giving away It's a beautiful like, character study of this, uh, this poor girl who is kind of got this disorder that she doesn't know what uh, how she has it and she, her support group is zero yeah. she has like the most miserable husband the most miserable mother-in-law she's got nobody to turn to and she's got this horrible like back story of where she came from mm. and at, at some point she has to go there to try to get support system oh, wow. and everything because stuff is so bad you just want to jump through the screen and give her a hug oh. uh, it, it, it's such a great movie though yeah and, and they did some really clever stuff in this movie, and I'll give you a great example of what they're able to do in this movie with some of the smaller characters, or characters that that weren't even big at all. Mm-hmm. There's a great scene where she's at a dinner party with her husband, and she's basically the the, the housewife and the cook, and this guy's like this uh, the supposed breadwinner and uh, do what I ask you to do type of thing. I'm almost sleeping with the enemy, but not as like brutal, brutal mm-hmm. like that. More like uh, mental manipulation. Gotcha. Uh, unlike sleeping the enemy where he was actually beating the shit out of her. Yeah. But at the party, one of his friends came over and I just came up to her in the kitchen and said, can I have a hug? And she's like, I'm, I'm your friend's wife. And he says, no, it's, it's just a hug. Can I have a hug? She's like, why would you ask me for a hug? And he, he's like, well, I'm kind of lonely. And I mean, it's just a hug. And she's like, okay, <sighs> that's fine. Uh, it says, why not? And she gives him this really nice hug. And that was the scene. Mm-hmm. And there's a great scene later on where she's at another dinner party. And just in the background, faintly, you see that guy ask another girl for a hug. And they don't even mention it anywhere else in the movie. Yeah. But it's such a great kind of like injection in there yeah. where you're watching the main characters in the foreground and suddenly your eyes go to the back and you're like, oh my God, that guy's asking for another hug from yeah. a person. This whole movie is filled with like 
people with like slight issues and mm-hmm. some to the major extreme where they're eating like tacks and nails and shit yeah. like that. And then the other level where they're just going have like severe loneliness where they're going to parties asking for hugs. That's so crazy. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. I, I was a lot more impressed than I thought it was going to be. One more before we get into our thing here came out today. I went to Redbox mm. to see it because I did not get to see it in the theater. I'm a slacker with the theater, man. Yeah. I still haven't seen Thor. I still haven't seen Nope. Dude. Uh, it, and they come out so quick. I'm like, I, I haven't seen the everything, every uh, one all at once because yeah. I know any moment they're going to put it on sale at the Redbox. Oh, I, wanna... I mean, I know it's on demand right now. Yeah. Oh, no. I can get it at Redbox for $2, but I know that when it goes for sale for 5 I'm just going to buy it. And yeah. I just don't want to double dip if I don't have to. Right. Uh, I did today anyways because I didn't know if I was going to love this movie or not. The new Cronenberg movie, mm-hmm. That Crime of the Future. Do you remember when that came out yeah. like a few months ago? Yeah. And people said it was like a crazy body horror. It's that's got, like the sex surgery. It's like, sex that's surgery. People get off by getting and giving surgery. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. somewhat like that's what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And it is. It made it to my fantastic list. Yeah. I loved it. Hmm. I could not recommend it to most people. Right. For sure. It's a very Cronenberg movie. And I'm not talking like uh, History of Violence or Eastern Promises. I'm talking uh, Existence, mm. Naked Lunch type yeah. of stuff where it's very kind of... Uh, gross in a way but also beautiful and it, I expected it to be a little bit more David Lynchian where I wouldn't understand what was going on and it was actually a pretty logical story that was happening there and I it was way different than I thought it was going to be and I loved it all the characters in it were great it was basically without ruining anything in the not so distant future we have gone so far with technology that we are uh, integrating it into our body systems people have beds that actually connect to their arms and their legs and it reads their and sensors what they need and like Wally and it adjusts and it adjusts to them in the middle of the night and they have texts that come out to fix the the beds for you oh, and wow. everything and he and a lot of people have different problems. You don't realize what their problem is. Well, Vigo Mortensen is growing these tumors in his body. And in the future, they have somehow eliminated pain. So nothing you see in the movie is painful for anybody. Huh. Uh, and so what he does, he's a performance artist with this uh, other girl who I've seen in the James Bond movies. Really good. She was great in this movie. Several people should be nominated. Kristen Stewart was really good in this movie playing that weird girl. She plays that weird girl really well, and she did it really well in this movie too. And uh, so part of his performance artist is that girl from James Bond will physically will have a group, a theater full of people and will remove tumors from his body. Will like surgically cut him and pull the tumors out yeah. and uh, sew them up and everything. And he keeps and he's very famous, almost like Banksy. You know how Banksy's famous yeah. and people want to see him and they're like, oh, my God, this yeah. is that guy. Yeah. But when he's not doing it, he's actually quite normal and he's. Uh, very curious of what's uh, happening with people's bodies. And it, it comes in with this whole other conspiracy thing with uh, Scott Speedsman, who I hadn't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the main dude from uh, Underworld. And oh, yeah. he is connected into some conspiracy that also has a different problem that he's got with his body. And it's it's fascinating. It was huh. really an interesting watch. I loved it. Hmm. I, I thought I was going to be grossed out by it. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a lot more edgy on the horror thing. And it was a lot more on the science fiction kind of side. Interesting. I, I didn't find it 
uh, repugnant or horrorful or anything. I know people had said I, that they were freaked out about it. I mean, the thing is, I though, also am desensitized. That's what I was gonna say. Is you have a much higher level of being like, oh, this yeah. isn't that bad. Like, if you show that to the average person, they're gonna be like, what the fuck are we watching? Yeah, oh yeah, you know yeah. yeah. I mean? it, it's like, totally that type of thing, and. That's why I said I can't recommend it. Yeah. I, I, I watch, there's a good 15% of the movies I watch that I don't know a single person I can recommend it to. Yeah. Possibly Dave, but Dave won't, doesn't have the time to watch it. Right. Uh, but there's not any other people that that are like, oh yeah, that's that's really not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks. I really appreciate I, you. Once I find out somebody likes Cronenberg or they yeah. like uh, Lars von Trier or stuff yeah. like that, hey, I, I'll keep you busy for months. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, I'm going to have to just recommend uh, some of the Jaws. common stuff. Yeah, yeah see Jaws? That's good. All right, so let's get to it here, man. We are picking a movie off of our top 100 list mm-hmm. to represent us as a person, That's right. I guess. That's right. <laughs> or our tastes is probably more like it. To feel justified about our awful taste. And uh, you did not find out about mine until about an hour ago. I told yeah. you which one I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Because I was showing you a bunch of uh, Robert Eggers trailers and uh, Anna Taylor-Joy trailers, and I know you'd probably figure it out mm-hmm. uh, or wonder. Yeah. But won't you tell me what yours is? I have no clue what yours so, is. Mine's going to be a good little surprise here. So okay. why don't you go ahead and tell me yours? Okay. So mine is, and I don't, I think it's two, uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. I don't have any uh, list pulled up right now. But... It's The Witch, mm-hmm. which I loved. I think it was probably one of the best horror movies to come out. It's certainly the best horror movie about witches mm-hmm. or witchcraft that I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's probably one of the best uh, really great just gothic horror movies that have come out in the last 20 20 years. I know it's definitely got to be on your list because you have been talking oh, about it for months. I, and I like, went years without seeing it. I, yeah. I heard people saying, oh, it's good. It's good. You See, should I check think, it out. I think when I told you, I think I straight up said like I couldn't even get through it just because yeah. I was so bored. Like It's slow. And I'll, I'll work our way through yeah. it. Not, I've got tricks that help you get through it. And uh, and, and it's worth it, man. It's a, it's a really great movie. Watch it at like uh, Halloween, man. It's, there's such a tone to this mm. guy. Uh, Robert Eggers is up there with me with uh, Ari Aster, who did uh, Midsommar and mm. Hereditary. Mm-hmm. And then I love Julia uh, Durano, I think is her name. And she's the one who did Raw and Titan. Yeah. I think those three directors right now, uh, Gareth Evans is another one that's doing some good stuff. He's the one who did The Raid, but he also did Apostle. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, been slated to do a couple stuff. But this Robert Eggers, he did The Witch. Then he did The Lighthouse, which everyone loves. But it was... Arguably very strange. Yeah. I I could not recommend it. It's weird. He's got three movies, and I can recommend them to and three you, different types of people. Yeah, but you love them, but the, like the majority of people wouldn't like like be able to— I think a lot of people would like The Witch. I think a, a, even more people would probably like The Northman, mm-hmm. because The Northman has got a lot of kind of uh, Viking violence that in it and everything. That good. It's good. It's yeah. a fantastic movie. Definitely check out The Northman. Uh, but The Lighthouse— it's an art movie. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to watch it for the actors well, and for the and good performances. To be honest, I'm glad you're telling me that because I saw the pre or the trailer, or whatever yeah. for it, and I was like, "Damn, this looks fucking good. It looks intense." It's and not like, for everybody, right? But and those who those are in for it will, will love it. Yeah. Um. So I. I don't think that's you, you though. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> no. And I wanted to see it, but yeah. I really like. I I know you know my movie yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. opinions, so like. 
I'm glad that I can just check. You that can off. deal with a little bit of slow if it's if it's peppered in with if some, some really payoff. good stuff. Yeah, and there's some good payoff. And yeah. I think that's the reason you should go back and give The Witch a second viewing. Mm-hmm. I can, I've told you before that I can totally one thing that I completely recommend to people when they watch The Witch is watch it with subtitles. Yeah, because you're gonna miss a lot. There's I'm a, sure there's a lot under the breath. There's a and there's a lot of old English used in there. They use the exact text mm-hmm. that people around 1630 had used oh, yeah. around there. But man, is it good. That's a whole another language all right i'll talk a little bit more about that so all right it's a big build up here yeah so now you'll probably have to help me out with what year it is but this was number lucky 77 77 on your on list. my list i think mine was 95 i just worked mine in is project threshold oh jesus yeah. that is a crazy crazy obscure reference in there now, who who was it that directed Project Threshold? Um, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was you. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. This is crazy that we have never actually gone back to one of our own flicks before. Yeah. yeah. That is very interesting. Uh, well, we certainly, I'm very familiar with it, like right? you said. I, yeah, I told you, you knew it, you know. <laughs> and this will be very fun to talk about for sure. Yeah. Uh, so this was 2007. I yeah. think I'm pretty sure that we released this in 2007. If you're watching this, you can watch this movie. I'm, the Witch, you might have to find on Blu-ray or one of the streaming services which you have to pay for. Yeah. But Project Threshold, you won't have to do that. You can actually go and watch it on YouTube. Just pull up Project Threshold. Yeah. And the full movie's there and also the trailer. And, and the blooper reel. And the blooper reel's yeah. there. So you can check Blooper reel's funny. I watched that. Yeah. A couple times a year. Oh, yeah, man. It's fun. Yeah. That and Silent Dove. I like Silent Dove just as much. I yeah. I think it's, uh, it's fun. And you were also in that one, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's what we didn't mention. Justin is actually in this That's right. Too. Yeah. Bald was, as bald can be. I know, right? It was so much fun, though, dude. It's great, man. Make, making independent movies is... Uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it during our 30s, you know, or our yeah. uh, our early 30s, because uh, shit gets real in your life once you get closer to 40, and nope. no one has time to do shit. Nope. And it was almost like because we did it for like eight years. Mm-hmm. I, we started out with a we were very ambitious when it was just me and my brother and a few of our friends, and we had. Uh, we all all the movies we did we did with our own money too. We knew we weren't going to make money. This was just a fun little exercise and something they were going to do. I mean, we hoped that maybe someday would pay off to something, but like most people, we weren't. Uh, well, we knew that wouldn't happen, especially. Uh, with the tools that we had and the, I mean, we, we had some diamonds in the rough kind of actors, uh, a part of us, but I mean, it was just us and our friends yeah. coming together and having fun. Really. Yeah. And it was fun, dude. Uh, it was a really, but good if time. you look at the progression from that first one, oh, I mean, yeah. we, we worked with like, no, it was the first one. That was the one you were in, right? Yeah. Sweet you Sorrow, the, which is the only one not available on YouTube. Did, did you have split personality in that? No, it was a, uh, a that serial was, killer that was seeing ghosts of like the victims he was killing. That that's what it was. Anyway, there was somebody back. in a bathtub, right? Yeah, I killed my wife, and then I had to kill my neighbor to cover that up. And then the uh, police, the detective came, and I killed him and chopped him up to little pieces and tied the tub. It was very artsy and very uh, kind of I can't of wait unique. to just cut that clip out and just send it to the police. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, man. I, and the only reason that was done, that there's something with the split audio on it that I can't get it into like one raw form. Or there's something going on with it where I can't separate the commentary from the the video clip I have. I'll have to figure it out. But mm-hmm. it was one of the the only ones that's not on YouTube. Yeah. So we went from that, and then we we were 
we were like, let's step back and do a couple short films and kind of master our craft here before we go on to something as big. Yeah. And the next one we did was that uh, that Misfortunes of Rupert Elliott, which was the one we did with Cheek, Cheek uh, yeah. our, our buddy Eric Cheek. And we did it all in a hotel room. And the reason we did that, we wanted to see what we could film in like 24 hours. Right. So we, uh, we foolishly, if we were smart... New filmmakers, if you're going to film in a hotel, rent the room next door, too, for all the equipment. Oh, yeah. Because we foolishly kept moving stuff from the right side to the oh, left side, gosh, to the right yeah. side, to the bathroom, yeah. to the outside. And it was it was a friggin' nightmare. That's a good tip. Uh, but it was, a, it was a pretty fun little kind of exercise. And then after that, we did uh, that botched one, which I actually uh, stepped in the night before because our actor that we had uh, cast didn't want to be on film with a gun, even though it was a fake gun. God. He was worried about what... Uh, I guess he had been in trouble with guns before, and he's like, "If any cops saw this movie, I said, no one's gonna see this movie, dude." <laughs> I was like, "We'll premiere it. We'll premiere it at the coffee shop down the street." Yeah. I was like, "Come on." Well, where did you think the it. fucking cops hang out, man? He told us at the like. Uh, he told us at the dinner that we held ahead, like the night for before, the cast for the cast that we had the cast dinner the night he's before. like yo i'm gonna come eat yeah no, and then i gotta it. talk to you he, he stuffed his face <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker stuffed That's his face fucked up man and the, i remember it it got heated we, yeah. we were we were like what you, you're telling us is now we've yeah. done rehearsals we've got all this stuff set Ugh. we've got six locations to be at tomorrow boo this and, man uh, we had already done um wardrobe fittings for everybody oh wow and uh I remember going outside in the front of Dave's house and uh, we were just back and forth and he was like, I can't do it. And I was like, okay, man. And then he just, he picked up his bike and left. Oh, wow. And then I went in and I said, I guess I'm stepping into this damn wow. role. And it, luckily it wasn't, it wasn't that difficult of mm-hmm. a, a role to do. Yeah. It was a fun little kind of romp that we did. And I, that was one of the ones I like going back to every once in a while because I, I loved, this was in a uh, frame of mind where I loved movies where like a strong female character kind of got over on like, and it was a thread that kind of went yeah, through my movies. Absolutely. with uh, No one's going to throw that back in my face that I hadn't done movies about strong women in it. Because, Sorry, Tina. <laughs> no, she was one of the strong characters yeah, in the movie. The way, I mean, it didn't turn way, out well for yeah, her. That's what I mean. <laughs> but during that movie, she was one of the stronger oh, ones. Yeah, she absolutely. wasn't, uh, uh, she was proactive of yeah, what she was doing for sure and certainly in the botched movie and certainly in uh silent dove where yeah. silent dove was basically a female assassin who got uh whose um people tried to get her killed and then she had uh needs to take out the mob like yeah. one by one and that my, was a fun movie to do too my uh headshot on or my profile pic on uh my soundcloud profile is my headshot of from me, me dead on the floor from oh, and uh, Silent, Silent Dove. Dove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that is a realistic looking fucking shot. That that dude. scene was probably one of the better scenes we filmed because we did it in a grungy bathroom yeah. and there were roaches dude, everywhere. Dude, that location was yeah. fucking amazing. We dude. used it. We used those locations for both that movie and for Project yeah. Threshold. I'll tell you, getting drug across that floor sucked though. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, we put something under you, but yeah, you should check out. Uh, I mean, we're gonna primarily talk about Project Threshold here, but check yeah. out Silent Dove. Yeah. Sometimes got some good stuff in there, and we yeah. got to see uh, Johnny, who uh, John Men- uh, Johnny Mendoza, who mm-hmm. we uh, we found and we thought really had potential if he wanted to actually have gone to Hollywood yeah. and push it to the next level. I think he would have made it. Yeah, it, it doesn't take long when you're using local actors and everyone. Do you realize you, you just got to get by the idea that they're going to be wooden and horrible? You yeah. know, I was like, they're going to be wooden and horrible, <laughs> and that that's just. Ca- the case. I felt like uh, Hedges did a really good job. Yeah, Hedges too. Hedges had some yeah. talent, and he had done some minor kind of work. I think he had done like some background stuff on uh, Boardwalk Empire, and he had he had done some previous movies. So oh, him cool. and 
and John Mendoza, I thought were were really good. Everyone else that we had really good. I thought you were good at it. I thought Paul Ritchie uh, is always good at that. I always see. I always cast him. It's not like I'm trying to. Uh, Paul Ritchie's good for that thug. Yeah. Uh, and I love putting him in movies. I think he's been in. He was in three of uh, the or four. No, three of the five movies I had done. I put Paul in. Yeah. And you had been in uh, two. Two. Yeah. Because you hadn't done. Uh, you weren't part of Botched at no. all. No. No. You weren't part of Botched. That's crazy. Yeah, we were doing it around the same time too. I was in you, work release. You were, <laughs> you were doing your own thing. <laughs> That's a funny fucking story, though. I mean, fuck, I'm out now. I might as well say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when we were doing, uh, Silent Dove that day that we were doing the filming, mm-hmm. I was on fucking work release from the jail. Oh, really? And yeah. So like I, that's had, what you decided to do that day. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like I just found a way that like we could just kind of make it fucking happen, you know? So I snuck <laughs> off and, uh, yeah, that's why I was like, dude, I got to be out of here at 8 PM. Yep. <laughs> like, Blowed my brains up. And yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, exactly. We got you nasty, man. Oh yeah. That thing. yeah. We built, there was like a, uh, I really enjoyed having our makeup artist and we had her on one of our previous pods. Uh, Nini, right? uh, Nini Walker. Nini she was Walker, really yeah. great, uh, as a makeup artist on the movie. And I, I appreciated her more for, for anything is just sitting around and waiting because yeah. we got really, really better and better at our scheduling. Yeah. Uh, we had several people on that were really impressed with how we kind of, uh, put everything together and we got our locations and we got insurance. I mean, yeah. they wouldn't even let us talk to it because we were filming in the courthouse yeah. and we were filming in all these different locations and we had to have like million dollar insurance in case something happening. Right. Thankfully we had nothing happen. Alec One, Baldwin. On uh silent dove, we did have a moment where I thought we were going to be in deep shit where uh, we filled uh, our main girl, Chelsea was mm-hmm. being tortured uh, uh, by our, uh, a realistic looking guy yeah. named Spot, who I, I don't know whatever happened to Spot, but yeah. he was he was the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we wanted her to be passed out and woken up, so we took a, uh, a like a basin and filled it with water and had him throw it at her. Yeah. And didn't realize that there was a chemical that had been into that basin before we had filled it with water. Oh, fuck. And so she screamed when it hit her. I guess <gasps> it made her eyes burn. But luckily oh, it went away. Shit. Went away in like ten minutes. Ooh, I was like, oh shit, man. Fuck. I was like, we got to be more careful what we're using here. Yeah. I mean, we were guerrilla filmmaking here. Yeah. There, were, there were times where, even earlier in our shorts, we were jumping over. We wanted to get a shot of uh, our two actors walking through the police station. Mm-hmm. So we just went on 6th Street and walked them through the parking lot of the police station. Oh, no and, shit. And I wish I had the footage still because you hear the cops like, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, like, we went up in our first movie, we went up in a, we chartered an airplane with our friend and we hung out the window with the camera in our hand wrapped around Dave's hand. Dave, oh my God. Dave says he'd never do it again, but he did it twice. Oh, shit. Uh, we did it for that movie and we did it for, uh, I think we did it for Silent Dove. I think it was a Silent Dove shot really? of, an, of an aerial in there. And uh, our friend Alex was a like a kind of homeschool pilot, so he just took us up and homeschool pilot drove us huh? around. It was probably foolish, but uh, it was kind of weird because we were propping the window up at, at like uh, two thousand feet with the fucking uh, yeah. camera hanging out. Jesus Hopefully, we don't lose Christ. it. Yeah. Gorilla filmmakers, man. Yeah, but let's yeah. let's go into like some project threshold. When uh, you were, we loved having you because primarily for people we wanted people who were involved and wanted to be there yeah. and do shit it's so fun, and you dude. 
And you were that guy that even if you weren't, and this was like with Silent Dove when you weren't on set, if if you could be on set, you were beyond set. Yeah. And same thing with Project Threshold. You wanted to be there for rehearsals, even if you weren't. You just wanted to be a part of everything, yeah. which yeah. was great. And anytime, if that's ninety percent of what I want from like people involved in our movies, yeah. you want to be there. You want to be able to do stuff, and just uh, in. And you weren't in the best shape to be doing a lot of the stuff you were doing anyways because you're back. Yeah. We would catch you carrying shit and telling you to knock that shit off. Yeah. Because you had a, definitely a bigger role in Project Threshold. Yeah. Why don't you tell us yeah, about I was, the premise of... Uh, well, you tell us the premise of uh, Project Threshold. So, I mean, it's basically... What is it? Six subjects get... Bas- okay. I'll add them up while you're doing right. it. Yeah, so a group of people are abducted against their will and told yeah yeah, six maybe um and told that they have like a virus and they need to be monitored and everything like that but pre-pandemic put this sucker yeah absolutely right um but they're all like forcefully taken or drugged you know yeah it's violently done we we get to see and you're one of the uh and Abductors. it was like the main image. If you look at the image on YouTube, if anyone's yeah. watching this, look at the, the main image yeah. of it. And well, that's Justin's if, face. If you put the movie poster up as the oh, yeah. as the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, you'll see it on the me. on the image on yeah. uh, Facebook for sure. I, I, I'm going to get that blown up into a poster. And we had it as a poster in several, but I don't know whatever happened to him. Yeah, I, I, I never saw uh, it. Yeah. I definitely would have kept it. Damn, I, I wonder if I had it rolled up someplace. Yeah. If I do and I find it, I'll, I'll let Hell you know. Hell yeah, it. that'd be awesome. Uh, because it should definitely be hung up in somebody's house. Yeah. Uh, and so they've been taken to this underground facility mm-hmm. in the middle of fucking nowhere. I love the script for this. I, th- I thought it was great. I mean, I we pulled too. off what we could do, and yeah. the audio was fucked at times, and we had to do ADR and a bunch of stuff. But, yeah. you know, you got to go in there knowing you're going to watch some cheesy shit. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, this is... We did this for 25 grand, and me and Dave paid for that 25 grand all yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And, I mean, we were hoping that maybe this was when... People were still getting discs from uh, Netflix, right? And and so it was hard to even get a deal. And people were like, "Ah, you might get this, and you might get that." And they wanted it in so many different formats and everything. Yeah. And it it seemed like a hassle. And we were like, "Let's just release it on YouTube." You we're not going to make it. it now. I mean, uh, it's it's on YouTube. I mean, yeah. people can get excited about it again. I'd I'd be thrilled. Uh, except somebody has has I don't know how this can be done on YouTube. Somebody has. Uh, slapped a copyright on some of the music on it which is interesting because all that music belongs to Dave Dave yeah. created all that music himself so yeah. I'm not sure what the hell is going on there I, uh, maybe they're trying to get residuals well yeah, joke's well, on you yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting shit off of it because the only people that have watched it are Paul and I <laughs> <laughs> no we had several copies gone out yeah, and, it, and it did well in several film festivals that we put it in Yeah. Uh, so we were happy I've with, still got we, my copy we, we I were, looked at it yesterday we were happy at that so uh, I, I stand by it. I mean, it, you can't do much with $25,000 no, in a small town with just your buddies, you know? So yeah. if you can pull anything out that's cohesive, we've, we've had several people try it on their own and they just lose their mind on the set, you know? Just, yeah. you forget, and when we did Project Threshold, I mean, it was a crew of probably 12 people and another group of about 20 actors. And mm-hmm. we had craft services. Yeah. We had pl- on really good craft services, yeah. food every day. We had uh, people doing transport from the hotel. We had people put up in hotels. Yep. We had bought wardrobes for everyone that could do a wardrobe for it. And, I, I mean, we tried to do it as much as uh as what would be on a real set to give everyone had, that feel. I had that gas mask for easily 10 years. Yeah. I can't find it. 
Oh, you can't find it? I don't know where the yeah. fuck it went, dude. I lost one of the knives. I thought I had one of the knives, yeah, too. Yeah, I, dude, I love that fucking gas yeah, mask. Yeah, I know but... I, have, I have certain things. I have the shock box. Oh, do you? Yeah, I have the shock That's box. Cool. It stopped working. Yeah. I mean, I got to actually yeah, go in there and clean it up and everything. Yeah. But I don't have anyone to shock right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, let's uh, go a little bit more into the movie. So, yeah, I, I like the fact that we got to see you and Paul play the uh, hazmat guys. Yeah. We, the, creepy we got the creepiest mask we can and i remember so that's the fun stuff that people don't realize is me and dave going to true value hardware or uh and we went to uh home depot to try to find gas masks yeah and none of them were creepy they were all those ones that you would wear if you were painting the house yeah. and shit and then we went to the army navy army store surplus store, surplus yeah. store man and i was like i'm not sure if these were used by nazis or whatever yeah. but these look like the real but deal. i'll fucking take four of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we did, i felt like we were in the movie falling down yeah and I was like should yeah. we be buying this shit yeah uh, so we bought them and I, uh, they looked great and, yeah. and the suits looked great. And I was super thrilled with the gloves and we had you guys tied off and everything. So when you guys were both big, I mean, yeah. you're like what? Six, three. Yeah. And, uh, Paul's gotta be, was he a little small and you were about the same size, about the same size. Yeah. So Paul was just the same size and we tended to shoot you in like a Dutch angle. So you'd even look more menacing. Yeah. But we got that initial scene where you come in, we've got Johnny and his, uh, his, uh, uh, wife. His wife, the, uh, a friend of ours who played his wife in the movie, who yeah. was nice enough to uh, uh, to get nude and yeah. do that whole scene. Uh, not sure she's showing that around to people, but really funny blooper. Oh, yeah, during a couple that. of bloopers. Yeah. Wait, that was our first day of shooting too, yeah. and we didn't realize we were like, "Hey, let's have a fireplace going." So fucking. Hot. Let's have a fireplace going because it's about two a couple that are like. Uh, at their house, just got done with a, uh, or in the middle of lovemaking. Yeah. And all of a sudden the front door busts open and these two hazmat guys come in and just like wrestle him to the ground yeah. and uh, possibly kill his wife. We don't know what happened to his yeah. wife. Do we say what happened to his Still wife? Still don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Left it open, but it, it was a great scene. And then we jumped to one of the other characters, who's like a who's like a, a junkie, and you're in his house all of a sudden. Quick interruption. Yes, dude, we could revamp Project Threshold. So, what if his wife went to another facility? Oh, interesting. Well, I already have that. I, a sequel somewhat written uh-huh. called Project Something where it's at a facility on an island. Oh, that, okay. That subjects are dropped off on the island in like a box every morning. Oh, dope. It's, very, like it's, it's a very interesting idea. I like and that. I started writing it, but I was like, ah, I got to stop for now. I've got eight ideas floating. So yeah. that's one of them, the sequel yeah. to that cool. to, uh, to project. It was called like po- Project Affliction, I mm-hmm. think is what I had called it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had gone to the uh, the junkie set, played by our friend Eric Cheek, yeah. and we uh, went to his house and snatched him. And then uh, our Hedges. Uh, Chris is uh, Chris Duncan, yeah, is uh, the guy who played Duncan. Chris Gibson, he was yes. uh, he was good. He was he brought a lot of uh, uh, he was a quality actor too. Yeah. He had done a bunch of stuff, not as quality as like Jack, yeah, uh, Jack Lundgren when we got him. We skipped over the idea that we 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 held auditions for this yeah. we had people come to the local from the local theater and they tried out for us and everything we sat back and we watched videos we, we were feeling important man. yeah no. and, and we got like that guy who played uh our eldest doctor in the movie yeah so yeah. much credibility man oh, he yeah. was like 75 years old living he in was, his van down by a river yep. and loving life because yep. he was just traveling around the country doing, doing indie, indie movies. movies you yep. know he like, did like zombie strippers and he did all these different movies he and, was in a rap video i saw yeah yeah he, he's awesome man yeah. he's a real deal he's past sense he's 
a really yeah. he was a really good guy to have on the set. But I was thrilled to have him. You will go through uh, everything yeah. the subjects go through. But with uh, Chris, when we got Chris come in, I, when uh, he gets snatched by you guys, I remember he was like sitting, eating a TV dinner, watching porn yeah. in his house. Yeah. We put like a real porno in the, and like for the audio in the background uh, yeah. and everything, which was hilarious. That's also very gorilla. Yeah. And uh, then obviously the Jason Hedges character, who he gets snatched coming home from his house, yeah. like before he goes in, we used my boss's house for the scene. And right. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. So we get all the subjects in, and then we immediately have a different crew, a whole another set of actors playing the scientists, and basically yeah. with the scientists watching the subjects and doing tests on them and everything right. like that. And it's all about what is this for or who's involved in this. We don't know who's involved in it. I think one of my most enjoyable nights was before we shot, when I was actually writing the script and I came out with the uh, the hedges. Mm-hmm. Kind of, uh, and we'll we'll spoil this since uh, it's it's our own flick. Sure. What we came through when I came with the idea that I had been working, I'd already written a whole bunch of stuff with the subjects, and the subjects wake up all in this communal cell and they're arguing with each other, and you're not sure. They were like, "You were taken from your house too, so I, so was I." And yeah. what's this all about? And we don't have any. We're not sick. Do you feel sick? Right. Type of thing. I was like, "What if one of them is an inside guy, man?" Yeah. And. I think it was me and Jason himself came up with the idea that why don't we have him stutter when he's yeah. in there? Yeah. And then when he gets taken out at one point, yeah. he loses the stutter when he's around the scientist. And yep. we realize, holy shit, he's one of the scientists and he's put in there to really like do some undercover work with it. And I, I love that idea. I thought that was the idea. Was I really like the scene where um, Tina, who plays Grace. She was a gem. She was great, movie. dude. I yeah. loved her. She was I great. W- and I she wish was she, nice. And she just I wish to- I had... Uh, if I knew about her earlier, she might have started all my movies because I thought she and she went on to do a lot of theater. She is the real deal. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really quite good in this. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish I had still be still doing movies. I would uh, cast her in it. Yeah, but um, the scene where her and um, Jason are ha- like Jason's eating. Yeah, and he's that like, was a late scene. I wrote that during production. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, good bacon or whatever." And she basically is asking him like, "How do you do what it is that you do?" Yeah. And you know. He, I liked that scene between yeah. them. No, no. Know? That's why in that the reason I wrote that scene is I was both impressed with how good those two were, mm-hmm. like in the movie that we were filming, and I was like, I need to have those two in a conversation together. Yeah. So like on day three, I went home after doing it and I wrote that scene for them and I sent it to them and I was like, I want you guys to do this scene. And uh yeah, it was that whole justification moral issue that if we're here testing these subjects, regardless if it's morally uh uh, acceptable or not, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. A couple other actors, the other scientist, the, uh, Michael Lopez Mata, was mm-hmm. really great in this. Yeah, he was a little difficult on the set, I'll say. But I, as far as difficulty goes, it was super mild. Yeah, I, I, he, he was just he didn't Christian bail out. No, he didn't <laughs> Christian bail out or anything. And I think a lot of the uh, kind of uh, weird and craziness that he brought to the set actually helped his character a mm-hmm. lot. Him and Tina worked well together. Yeah, it was a great scene with uh, uh, where they I got to. I did a lot of good uh, rehearsals to this, and they nailed it in the rehearsals. Yeah, and there was one scene later on in the when, boardroom. In the uh, no, there was one scene later on in like uh, or the kitchen scene. Kitchen scene was good, but I I love the scene where it's him and her, and he's actually kind of lost his mind at the end. Oh, I got you. He when he's in there talking on the PA, yeah, she's actually in the room, kind of playfully, kind of playing off of him to 
to do this weird kind of performance he's doing, and it really changed the kind of uh, the tone of the movie completely in a really good way. And I uh-huh. was, it was one of those moments where you got to see two actors kind of playing off each other, and I was like, oh, this is special what's going on here. Yeah. I liked it. Um, yeah, we like to use we used a lot of effects, but then we got a uh, a digital guy to come in. It was the first time we were able to use like uh, uh, gunshot explosions and everything. So who we tried it? to uh, who is it that gets shot in the back of the head? Uh, Cheek gets shot in the hallway. That's what and it is. The, the yeah, blood that's right. Yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the wall. Shot the and eye. I was just so impressed yeah. with it. We had one moment where none of us really lost our cool on the set. I think if there was any arguments, it was usually between me and Dave. And uh, there was a couple, I don't think we had any really heated moments on well, the set There's something at about all. the lighting. There was one moment we had when we were filming at the the health department. Let us film in their, in their yeah. place. They were like, you can film between four and then like midnight here. Yeah. And we fucked their shit up, man. Did we, we unplugged all their computers. Oh, and no. And I, I didn't realize that it reset all their shit because I wanted to unplug all the computers and pull them away from the walls so we could get the cameras on the other side. Damn, and it's a really I didn't nice know shot. That. So apparently they were pissed the next day. But whatever, we got our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but when we were um, filming there, there was a moment where the scientists are in this kind of communal laboratory where they're watching on a series of monitors what's going on with the subject's quarters. Right. We had to be very clever about where we... Because these were all filmed in different locations. Yeah. Remember the fake wall we brought yeah, around? absolutely. I, mean, th- I thought that was ingenious It on was. Part. It absolutely and was. It, it really sold it. As long as you had that fake section of wall yeah. outside of a room when you opened the door, you thought you were in that laboratory. Yep. So we just carried it everywhere. It was like another actor in the movie, really. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And but, the Oscar goes to yeah, the, the wall. wall. <laughs> Which I think it went as, uh, I think we burned it at some point. I'm, I'm not sure. sure what happened. It probably just fell apart. Yeah. But there was a moment we had our digital guy had already talked to him. And he was like, you can just leave the monitors, leave the monitors blank. He mm-hmm. says, and then film some stuff at like the, when you're in the subject's quarters, film some stuff at like an angle like a security camera would be at and do it in black and white. And then I'll be able to digitally put those on the monitors. On the monitors, I and remember be that. moving yeah. and you won't know the difference. You'll yeah. look like it's what the scientists are watching. Yeah. Well, our two gaffers, who were amazing, I, mm-hmm. I give them credit. They did a great job with the lighting of the movies and everything. And uh, they had come to us and they said, this is never going to work. I yeah. was like, this is some, she was literally, she's like, this is some Peter Jackson shit. This guy <laughs> promised you yeah. and it's going to look stupid. You yeah. need to put something on those monitors. And I, I was like, we don't have anything for the monitors. And yeah. he guarantees that it's going to work yeah. to the point where Dave was freaking out with him that he took me aside and said, can you call him again and make sure? And I called him on the set. Yeah. I said, you pause if you could do this. He's no problem, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. And uh, it looked Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it looked awesome. It looked- and people were walking in front of the monitors and yep. shit. I don't know how he did it. Yeah. I hope he's in the business now doing stuff because uh, he was somebody else I wish we had met earlier on because he, he could have done some really cool digital kind yeah. of shots. I Absolutely. liked using practical effects and everything, but just some stuff you can't get without a like that like the monitors you yeah well i, I remember there was even like a, a blood splurt that he did when um john got his throat slit yeah the spray yeah. or what he did to chris's eyes he turned chris's eyes white that's right and then yeah. it had smoke coming out of his mouth yeah and it looked oh, crazy it looked crazy because we forget to mention that the subjects have what are actually plumbing snakes. Yeah. We had our uh, Jamie, Jamie Miller, who is mm-hmm. like also invaluable. You need a good construction guy on the set. If Absolutely. You're going to do this type of movie. Yeah. So he constructed these collars that were going to go around the subject's neck. 
and the scientists were, would be able to shock them through a box. That's the box I was referring to that I still yeah. have. And it's got, it had everyone's name listed that were in the room. And then once the button was pushed, we had our own sound. We have the actors kind of affecting, you know, like acting like they're getting shocked. And the one moment where Chris gets shocked, he takes it too far and he ups the ampage yeah. of it. And we get to see him like fry on camera and yeah. fall to the ground. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he took a digger on that one. Yeah, he did. Fell to the ground. Uh, there was a great scene also where we thought Cheek broke his leg. Oh, shit. Uh, Cheek uh, gets attacked by him at some point. And yeah. that's that slow-mo shot where he's coming after him yeah. and everything. And uh, there's a scene where, if you watch that scene again, you hear Cheek scream. That was him with his, I think his uh, ankle rolled. Ooh, when it happened fuck. and he he screamed for real yeah and uh we kept it in there i was like that's, 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 the, most, that's the best we could do for you hey cheek i need you to do that again for me <laughs> probably the best scene in my opinion that came out was that dream sequence man that dream sequence with him running through the woods that you, was good you could show that to anybody man yeah well i, I was thrilled with the subject stuff because the subject stuff the audio didn't come out bad mm-hmm. we i i feel bad that we even fucked with the other audio because it was just it didn't match and it was it was kind of annoying so i i thought we figured that uh if we adr it's stuff that wasn't in the subject quarter it, was, it, it would do it would fare better than kind of not matching yeah but we did spend a lot of money on it it didn't it was all right but that stuff in the subjects quarters we used the actual kind of audio from that because it was all kind of cohesive and it had that echoey feel to it and everything yeah. but yeah when they get drugged by the scientists with hallucinogens and uh, actually, my wife at the time was yeah. in the movie as one dead of the, girl. They don't realize when they get into the subjects' quarters and they're all confronting each other. They don't realize there's a dead body in the room too. Yeah. And it, it was my just my friend Christine at the time, who later became my wife, just yeah. played the dead girl. On Which the, I couldn't remember her name for years, so I just called her dead girl. Yeah, just called but. her dead girl. <laughs> we had a whole backstory with her yeah. where she was like a prostitute that they brought in. We we took pictures of her like standing on the street in a mini oh, uh, wow. skirt dressed like a prostitute that's fucking hilarious. and i have another picture of me next to her with my arm around her stuffing <laughs> paul's money. like i have it as my screensaver yeah, you want to see it it's right here. <laughs> i got mr underhill's credit card <laughs> i saw a movie recently god i can't remember what it was but they referenced that really yeah oh i fucking can't remember that's what funny. that was but they said i got um we'll put it on the underhills bill <laughs> yeah. and i was just like no way i was the only person no that one got else it. hear that no <laughs> one else got it i got i have to remember what that that's is funny. yeah um, uh, yeah, so it was fun. That scene was great. We had uh, we had worms brought in that we were going to put on the actors' and faces. Cheek and held them in his fucking mouth. Cheek yeah, and we did Johnny. cover up a lot of the practical effects. I, I will stand up and say we did cover up a lot of that practical effects with the digital effects. But man, the morphing that they were able to that he was able to do with yeah. the digital effects, we, we had to put that in there, yeah. man. And like we had my wife's face turn into a straight up demon. Yeah. And then that scene in the woods, which I'll give Patrick, our uh, our second camera guy, yeah. uh, credit. He was man. a nice dude. He was a real nice yeah. guy. Uh, he worked the uh, Steadicam, mm-hmm. and he went like a wild man in the woods. Yeah. He would walk backwards, like he would run backwards in an unscouted out. Yeah. Woods. He would just be like, "I, I was got like, it. you're gonna get hurt, yep. and you're gonna break your camera. You have to be real careful." So we eventually had someone running behind him to mm-hmm. really make sure. That was after he fell in the. That's woods. after he fell. Yeah. yeah. And he almost <laughs> broke his lens. I was yeah. like, "What the hell?" That was hilarious. But those shots he got were great. Man. They were. Yeah. yeah really they good absolutely shots. were. And we were running like that was second unit, so he actually directed uh, some of that mm-hmm. those shots out there. That's I'm not sure awesome. I credited. 
been best second director. He should have been. Yeah. Patrick, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> Once Netflix uh, picks it up. We'll, yeah, no, it's we'll Netflix drops it, man. And you never know. Indie, uh, like real kind of crappy indie movies yeah. might be uh, might be the new thing. Yeah, so. I mean, I, dude, I loved it. I had such a good time doing it. and um, That's what everyone comes away from. And I, I, I thought it was just to have a fun time. Me and Dave didn't. We wish we could have enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it a lot more than Dave did. Yeah. Dave was stressed. Yeah. Because he was the producer on it. He had to have, he was greasing people with $100 bills in his yeah. pockets. He was keeping, like, he had, like, annoying actors who wanted to be picked up here and wanted to do that there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, late people and mm-hmm. uh, dinners that need to be come out. And that was my problem. I would get into directing and you would have to tell me to eat. I think, I think me and Dave both lost, like, 15 pounds. I wouldn't be surprised. On, on the, like, so shoot <laughs> can i can i give a spoiler away sure. all right so i fucking like every time i watch it you know so first of all i don't think i ever got the chance to say and this is a little mushy moment thank you for putting me in that because Absolutely. like when i was a kid one of my dreams was just to be able to fucking see my name on the screen yeah. and you did that for me so nice. thank you dude like awesome. i appreciate it you were great you were oh, great to work with thank you um, I've got another one written. We just need uh, to get the well, means to do it. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh, we'll invest in a. Crypto. I've actually got four other ones written. Yeah, <laughs> just good. need the means to uh, to do it. <clears throat> but, just it's too expensive doing it yourself. Oh yeah. And dude. then you got to keep everyone at that same level of caring as you do about it, yeah. and you realize that it's hard to come by. It's hard to come by. Yeah. You get like fifteen, twenty percent of the people on it are like our ride or die with us. Yeah. And luckily, we had those people. We had you. We had Ethan. Yeah. Uh, Ethan was invaluable on the, on the set. Ethan yeah. would make the phone calls to people that we we realized that we didn't want to make those phone calls. Yeah. He would do it. He yeah. would smooth. He he got like all that stuff for the doctors. He yeah. Had, he found some guy in New Orleans, some doctor in New Orleans who just wanted to see his name up there on the thing and he oh, donated wow. tons of shit. That's awesome. Tons of shit. Yeah. We opened the care bo- box. We couldn't believe it. We had like all sorts of gauze and friggin' stethoscopes and yeah. all sorts of shit that was like broken but it would look good on film sure. and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> my favorite part about the movie because I get killed. Yeah. You know? Um, my favorite part, though, is when we're at the health department oh, and I come back. Such a great movie. When they go to open the door and, like, I'm walking with my head down. That slow-mo shot was one of the best oh, decisions we ever it made. It was so good, dude. And we see Benji in it, which we haven't seen since the beginning. Yeah. And Kevin, we didn't mention Kevin. I thought yeah, He Kevin, was great, dude. He's so good. He's the yeah. real deal, too. Yeah. He taught uh, acting at, like, uh, that black box. Mm-hmm. He had a couple plays at that black box, that UF kind of theater yeah. here in town. And uh, he was another guy that once we... If we use you more than once in a movie, that's because we like you and we, we right. want to get the most out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that but, you know you'll put up with waiting around or doing whatever type of thing. I think yeah. most of the, even the crew members, I mean, they were getting paid nothing, if anything. We might have given like $20, $30 to like Bobby or some of the uh, the yeah. ADs and everything. They love being there. Hey, I know you gave me like 2% of the gross, so. Yeah, yeah. whenever that know. comes through. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you didn't get your check yet, Eddie. I sent it, UPS. <laughs> Yeah, but um, Project Threshold, dude, it's number 77 on my list. Nice. Fucking. I don't even have it on my list. I should probably have it on mine. Yeah, I, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, it was fun, man. Yeah. I, I, those, are, those are memories that you just, you, 
Imagine if we had cell phones back then. Oh my god, dude! God, man. These fucking things. Like, yeah, just to film with on the set. We do have some behind the scenes footage, and I can't believe we had that. We had to hire a still photographer. Yeah, that's how like unique Rob, phones right? were. Rob yeah. and the uh, the guy who did the lighting with uh, Jessica. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What the hell was his name? I can't John, remember. I think. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. No. I might be getting his wrong. That's I can't horrible. remember. Adam, I think. He won't hear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I loved it. I, yeah. I, I loved that. Uh, it would have been really unique to see it done with uh, with everyone's cameras and shots and everything. But yeah. we're lucky we got the pictures we did. Yeah. So, and we, but were, we got the memories. And we're lucky we got to go to the places that we got yeah, to use. Yeah, we got the, lucky, man. Dude, the fucking courthouse. Yeah, the courthouse. That was so fun, dude. We had a cop. We had to hire an off-duty cop who locked he, our like fake guns yeah. away because he's like, I, he's like, I can respect that you're using fake guns because yep. I got to make sure that they're the fake guns. Yep. Anytime you want them, you let me know and I'll get them for yeah. you. Yeah, so he just sat good. there and just watched TV all he's day. He's probably never seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Talks about it every once in a while, you know. Yeah, those guys paid me four hundred dollars yeah. down there just for the day. Yeah, whatever it was, I don't know. But we had a meeting with all cops and like the uh, uh, the. Not the mayor, but like somebody in town that was yeah. important and everything. Yeah, I, that was the hardest thing to do because we didn't just pick one location. I mean, we were ambitious as yeah. shit. Like, even more so in Silent Dove. Like, we went to the beach. We drove in Daytona to get the beach stuff, and oh, we wow. filmed outside. We we found this one guy who let us build dig a grave in his yard. Oh, shit. And we dug, dug a whole eight-foot grave. Almost killed me and Ethan doing I it. I bet. The yeah. one in the woods we had to bury, uh, dig was, was a hell. I loved that shot, too. Just oh, the yeah. cut from me and uh, Fake doors and, and Tina starting to go down those doors, yep. and then boom, we just cut to we're at the top Hollywood's of those stairs. So fake, man. Yeah, <laughs> so fake. You know, but we come down those stairs, and then we go into uh, wherever that kitchen was, which was also at the health department. Right? Yeah, that was in the yeah. other room at the health And then department. the boardroom was health department. Boardroom was health department. The police department was And then the... Reverend Rob built the, like, uh, he put the, the gurneys and everything together there. Yeah, the little surgical that, uh, room. Surgical, like, yeah. kind of thing. And God, it, it was dude. in a... It was in the middle, like we I guess the Gainesville Sun. Yeah, those people came back to the people at the health department, or no, it wasn't the health department. It was the Thomas Center mm-hmm. at the uh, that was filmed at the Thomas Center, the uh, the lunch they had and that uh, surgical room. But apparently, they had come in early the morning to check out what we had done, and they couldn't believe it. They were really, like, we saw your set down there. We can't believe it. it was yeah, great. yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Dude. Yeah, uh, hopefully, all those people had got to see the movie, but I, I don't know. No, I don't think anyone kept up with people. It was like we we had it released. We we had it in the paper about it, and yeah, we, well, we did like things around town. Yeah, we, we screened it at Nelly's we screened it in like Hippodrome. four or five different places, and we had a little fun little kind of uh, uh, premiere, which was fun. We yeah. rented that small theater and uh, went out and got drunk right afterwards. Yeah, it was it was a blast. Yeah. I had videos, videos were out, uh, DVDs were already made, so I was able to bring DVDs there, yeah. and our buddy had made food for it. It was it's a blast, man. Great dude, I'd love to do it again. Yeah, and I'm sure we will still do one at some point. All right, let's go on to mine. All right. The Witch. Now, it's 2015. I just took a peek. Uh, I thought it was 2019. I was way off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I absolutely love this movie. The first movie, like I said, by Robert Edgers. Maybe it's because I like a good witch movie, but Mm -hmm. they they don't seem to always nail everything about it. And I think they touched on every single thing that you want to kind of see in a witch movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's the tone, you know. I, I'm from New England, and this is this was subtitled or uh, what was it called? Uh, it had like a uh, 
when it has an alternate title right underneath it, it says like the witch, a new England folklore or something. Oh, like. I, got I think you. that's yeah. what it was called on it. And it really was, it was like 1630. This was like a hundred years before tagline. Uh, yeah. Tagline. It might've been the tagline. Uh, so this was way before 1630 is like like crazy early if you think yeah. that the uh, Constitution was what like 1776. Uh, so uh, these guys and it was in a small New England town at the very beginning of the movie. We get to see and we're basically the whole movie following this one family. The only other time we see other actors really, other than maybe a random witch that we see during the movie, is at this beginning where they're being banished. So. It, the father is kind of following a different kind of sect of Christianity that the group in the town doesn't want to have anything to do. So the very beginning of the movie, it's like him and all his kids are just like standing in front of this kind of room full of elders who are banishing them from the, uh, the town, the in which just leads them out to like nothing. I mean, you have to go live in the woods and build yourself a a log cabin. You're not going to survive. Back then, it was so hard to survive if you didn't have a community. Give me a two weeks notice. I know. Come on, man. Buy my house from me. Do something. I mean, really, back then, that's where you really needed a community of people to keep you safe because of just like all the different elements that are going on. You need something. And uh, the very beginning of the movie, they, we just see him banished. And this guy takes, it's the one guy and his wife, brilliantly played, and they're both in The Northmen as different characters, obviously. Oh, cool. Uh, but Robert Eggers is the same director, so he kind of gives them love and puts them in other stuff. So we get the mother and the father. Then you have uh, Anna, Tyler, Anna Taylor-Joy, mm-hmm. uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, who is phenomenal in this and uh this is like one of the first movies she had done she was like i think she had just turned 18 when the uh, movie started filming Mm -hmm. and right off the bat you realized oh shit this girl has it man this girl can cry on camera yeah she can like really capture your eye and uh you really feel for her through the whole movie she's kind of our main focus but we do get to see everybody else so it's Mm -hmm. her playing the older uh sister and you have the uh I think probably a 14 or a 15 year old boy. And then you have two twins, which are like two creepy, annoying, like five year olds. Maybe they might even be four years old. Oh, wow. And then there's a baby. And right when we, we see them at the very beginning, like pulling their cart of shit, mm-hmm. they, like up until like a clearing. And then you're like, and then you jump forward, what you think is probably maybe six months or something like that. It might say on the uh, screen, uh-huh. but when we jump forward, he has already built a house. He's built a house. He's built a barn. They got animals there. They got the goats, which are directly connected. And they're right on the edge of the forest, mm-hmm. which plays a huge part in this movie, is the woods. Mm-hmm. And from the very beginning, I mean, the tone is creepy as hell. It's done in like this kind of... Uh, grayish kind of sepia tone the whole lighting of the movie so it it hit that tone at all like uh at all points yeah for for what i saw of it i remember it being like dark through yeah. the whole it was very dark yeah through the whole thing and it's the little things that start happening here and there where at the very beginning they're like all right if we're going to survive, we have to survive this together. And the whole movie is each one of them turning on each other at some point. Oh, wow. And it, and it happens gradually, and it's really amazing to see. At the very beginning of the movie, Anna Taylor-Joy 
they're, they're showing what everyone's doing. The mom is kind of, uh, she's breastfeeding the baby and then uh, gives the baby to uh, Anna Taylor-Joy and she's playing games with the baby at yeah, the Yeah, I remember the, the peekaboo on the trailer. The peekaboo is, yeah. is the big thing that happens first. So she's playing peekaboo with the baby and yeah. all of a sudden she removes her hands and the baby's missing. Yeah. And we don't know what happened to the baby. There... And she's she's trying to say that baby just disappeared. So let me ask for clarification, and maybe it comes up later mm-hmm. in the movie. Is does that happen in an instant, or is there something that like replaces that little period of time? And no, it happens in an instant. It happens in an instant. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And she doesn't know where it is. Yeah. And no matter what happens throughout the whole movie, no one really believes what Anna Taylor Joy is doing. She doesn't do herself a. Uh, a good service where she uh, she is teasing the twins at some point mm-hmm. and saying, and, and she said, yeah, I'm the witch. I'm the one who took the uh, took that baby. And if you don't shut up, I'm going to take you too. Uh-huh. And they took it for real. So uh-huh. they, through the whole rest of the movie, she's like, she's a witch. She said she was a witch. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, you shouldn't have never said that yeah. to a fucking four-year-old because oh, they, they're taking it as law now. Yeah. And as a viewer, I mean, we aren't completely sure. Maybe she is. Maybe right. she is the one taking the, uh, the kids. And... <laughs> It just, one thing happens in another, and the next thing that is major that happens happens to the boy. The mm-hmm. boy goes in the woods at some point, and we actually see him make contact with a beautiful woman mm. in the woods. They, it's got its moments of scary things in the dark and not knowing what's going on, but yeah. like I said, it's the kind of, once this thing happens to the boy, the mm-hmm. boy goes missing in the woods for a little bit and they don't know where he is. Anna Tyler Joy is thrown off of her horse. They, uh, she is dragged back and the parents are wondering what's going on. My child's gone. First our baby. Now this we're all cursed. It's the woods. It's, yeah. uh, this is what's happening. And they're blaming the dad. You did this. And you find out the dad's lying about certain things. Uh, he, he lets Anna Taylor Joy take the blame for a missing like cup that the dad actually takes to town to sell to get money because they're like none of their crops are are, are taking oh, all wow. the crops are dying so yeah. they don't know what the fuck they're gonna do. And then the kid goes missing. Yeah. Well, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the rain, he shows up like in his underwear, screaming and shouting, and they put him down on the bed, and he is like spouting like he saw some shit. Yeah. And uh. The dad's like, everyone get by here and uh, and say the Lord's Prayer. And he's trying to uh, to take care of this little boy. And all of a sudden, the boy throws up a full-size apple. Oh, my God. And you're like, what the hell? And he looks up at them, and he, he talks about seeing the glory. And he's like, he's really kind of entranced by something. And then he just flat out dies. Oh, shit. And then everyone's like, they immediately look at Anna Taylor-Joy because she was in the woods with them, so they're blaming her, and she's blaming the dad. Yeah. And then the twins can't say the Lord's Prayer, and uh-huh. apparently that's a big thing in like, uh, I, I should say the Satanic Church uh, airs this movie at the temple. Really? <laughs> they are a supporter of this movie fully. They wow. love this movie. It's a very unique look at uh, the witch culture and everything and mm. how... It's supposedly witches can't get through the Lord's Prayer, like, fully. And so the kids not remembering oh. it through there makes them think that the uh, the kids are evil. So then the dad traps the kids and Anna Taylor-Joy in the barn and locks them up together. And Anna Taylor-Joy's like, don't put me with these kids. Yeah. He says, don't do this. And the kids are convinced that uh, Black Philip, which is the main goat there. I remember you telling me about this scene. Has something to do with it. They mm-hmm. were like, and they keep... They have this like uh, song that they keep singing about Black Philip and mm-hmm. everything. And there's a there's a great moment where the kids and Anna Taylor Joy have like a heart to heart when they're locked together in the barn. They were like, 
she's like, are you really a witch? And she's like, no, I'm not a witch. Yeah. Do you really talk to the goat? And they show the goat and the goat's like looking at him and everything. And you're like, she's like, sometimes. And the, uh, the goat, man, once this movie goes crazy yeah. towards the end, and, and it goes crazy and it's a fun ending and everything. And I'm just going to tell you, I'll spoil one little scene. It's a scene with the mother. So the mother is, and the, the witches are entrenching all of them. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what's going on and you don't know who to believe. So let me interrupt you real quick because I'm just curious. So do they show anything from the witch's perspective or are things just being done and you know that these people are around? No, we get to see the witches okay. at some point. Okay. There's, a, there's a great moment where it keeps, and this is the moment I was going to tell you, but why they're in the barn mm -hmm. and they're sleeping in the barn, they wake up and they realize that somebody is nursing off of the goat. Yeah. And it's this big, fat, kind of bloated witch yeah. who turns and cackles. Well, while that's going on in the barn, inside the house, the mother thinks she sees her dead baby mm -hmm. and the boy there. The boy is just sitting off to the side holding the baby. Mm -hmm. And... The mother comes and says, oh, my God, I thought I lost you forever. Yeah. Let me have the baby. And she's holding the baby. And she's like, uh, the baby's hungry. Let me nurse the baby. Yeah. And as the witch in the, uh, they show the witch in the barn cackling while she's like nursing the teat of one of the goats. Yeah. And looking just nasty. And her laugh, we immediately cut to the mom nursing the baby. And she's not holding a baby. She's holding a crow right. that's eating one of her nipples oh, off. Oh, God. And you're like, and it's the way she's laughing and enjoying every minute of it. You're like, uh, oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. And then she's not out of the picture, too. We get to see towards the end. The mother and the father go like ballistic. Mm -hmm. Like their hair is all like crazy and they are cut up and they are like charging their own children with knives. Wow. And Anna Taylor Joy has to like viciously kill her mom. Oh, and, shit. and it's it's brutal. And it yeah. goes all the way down to this very I thought it was satisfying ending. I thought yeah. it was great, man. Yeah, There's a lot of comparisons in it to hereditary mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons. Just like uh a dark force after one of the children and the family and the, uh, the, the kind of horror that each of the family members are dealing with. I think it came out somewhat of a similar time where people were making those comparisons. But as far as witch movies, you're not going to find a better one. Okay. You're not going to find a more accurate one. So here's a cheat sheet question for sure. you. Being that I have started this movie, I've seen the time period I know about the mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. Can I start this movie with the kid in the woods? and watch it from there, and it will... You could. I mean, the movie's like an hour and 40 minutes. It's not like it's a hard watch if you were to okay. go back okay. and Okay, for some reason, I, maybe because it felt so slow, I thought it was like two and a half no, hours it, long. No, and it doesn't take long for stuff to start happening. I, I think that what would really help you is the subtitles, because I can see how that is a major issue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's like watching... Uh, at times, it's like watching... Uh, well, it doesn't help with the dad. The dad has like a raspy, like uh, like a raspy British twang to him, yeah. and you're like, I. It's like hearing Boomhauer try to uh, try to talk <laughs> yeah. to you with what's Just going on. Just a bunch of there. W's on the bottom yeah. of the screen. <laughs> so I would definitely watch it with the subtitles on. But yeah. the horror is there, man. Yeah. And there is a great story, and 
everything about witches. All right. Well, is, is, I did watch Hereditary twice before I oh, decided yeah. that it was fucking badass. Yeah. So I'll give this one another yeah. shot. Here this in one the in, the, in the Northman. For the, sure, you probably would like the Northman even better because it's more. It might be more of a, a, yeah, a speedier, a action faster movie. story, and it's a revenge. And a, it, but it's got its level of uh, grossness and everything. This guy's got a style, man. Mm-hmm. This guy Robert Eggers is good. And then his next movie is gonna. He's remaking Nosferatu. Oh, cool! Which is gonna be crazy. Yeah. The way he does these movies, I can just imagine how I'd evil. be down for that. Nosferatu is one of the evilest looking vampires you've ever seen. Yeah. Very similar to like Salem's Lot uh, vampire. It's yeah. basically based off of Nosferatu. Uh, Do you ever see Shadow of a Vampire with Willem Dafoe playing Nosferatu? I don't think so. It's about the making of the movie Nosferatu. Oh, and he's it, the real vampire. And they hired a real vampire yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah, and I he starts killing it. the crew yeah. and everything. And Bjorn Malkovich is the director. And he's like, kill the script, girl. Don't yeah. kill my camera operator. <laughs> so there was a level of really cheeky comedy with it. But yeah. it was also a horror movie that was in black and white. And it was phenomenal. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people saw it. But the people that saw it, man, <laughs> really uh, enjoyed it. But Yeah, The Witch. There's not many... like. Movies past like 2015 that make it onto my list. So mm-hmm. I think the, the two of the more later ones on my top 100 are The Witch and uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood cracked the top 100. But mm-hmm. other than that, there might not even be many. I mean, there's some 2000 and aughts one, but I'm not sure how many 18s there are. Um, I have one. Well, if you got some Marvel movies, you'd certainly have I, a lot I mean, of I have one from this year on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you. If yeah, you tell want. me. It's uh, everything everywhere. Oh, all yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was, I still haven't seen it, but like I know I it's said, I, like the thing is, is like I hear it's so weird, it's undeniable. Right, and that's the thing. It, the The problem was the reason that I really want to see it again is because of the experience in the theater with the volume and yeah. everything like that, and it just threw me off. And like, yeah, you probably didn't know what you were going to go see. Well, I mean, I knew what it was, but I hadn't watched. Yeah. You know me. If I no, know I saw gonna, the trailer. Yeah, once. if I know I'm going to see something, I'm going to watch the trailer once, and I'm going to go the rest. You yeah. know, um, and like I said, there was an element, at least like internally for me, that really reminded me of. And I know what's his name is in the movie, but like Big Trouble in Little China, it's there's not an aspect to it that's even remotely kind yeah. of like that. But like, just that was, fun. Asian fantasy and this and this like discovery of going holy shit this is a f- this is amazing this yeah, is yeah. amazing yeah. you know what I mean like, that's what everyone says and, yeah. I, and I fully it's the only reason I've avoided it so far is because I know I want to buy it yeah. I, I don't want to I know that I'm going to like it I knew that I was going to like it from the first trailer right and there's uh, and there's movies like like The Witch which I waited for maybe three or four years before I saw it and I yeah. can't let that happen with uh, a lot of these movies because uh, I almost missed a good one with, yeah. uh, with The Witch and with a lot of the horror movies I've been watching lately. It, it, it's weird what can squeak by, you know, because it's not all the movie theater anymore. Yeah. You know, you've got like 50% of movies come out of the theater and, and the and other ones come out everywhere else. And I know that there's ones that I want to see, you know, and I think they're coming to the movie theaters and then they're yeah, on they're streaming. And, and the thing is, is then I forget about them because they're not at the theaters. And I then, have to have a list. That's, yeah. I have like an ongoing list of movies and where, where they're going to be and what I need to watch. And like, uh, I have most of the streaming services, but like with that, uh, I don't have Peacock. Mm-hmm. I think I have Paramount, but not Peacock. I'm I, not sure. It's I, I it's one I, or the other. I think I have Peacock. If I do, I'll trade you a Peacock for a Paramount. I mean, yeah, we might have the same yeah. one, but I'll, I'll have to look and see which I have. Oh, I might be using someone else's code for that. So <laughs> uh, but uh, 
that him, her comes out exclusively on that Paramount, I think, streaming service. It, I, That's that it, Kevin Bacon one about I the think conversion it was, camp. I think it was they, them. Oh, is it they, them? They, them. <laughs> it was yeah. so close. Yeah. They, them. It looks, looks great. It looks interesting. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an interesting concept of way to get a slasher film out. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's like that movie X that came out, which I didn't much care for, but I I still own, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a second viewing because uh, they just gave it a they just uh, gave it a prequel, hmm. and the prequel is getting a lot of good news for it. Like the person who became the killer in X, mm-hmm. apparently they did a prequel where we get to see how they became that way. Oh, interesting. And the prequel actually looks better than the movie. Huh. I, I was like, this looks better than the X movie, so I'm gonna have to rewatch X. And, and I can't even. Re- it's one of those movies that I I came on. Not liking it, but I cannot remember why I didn't like it. I think there was a lot going on. My girl was in the room. We were we were doing other stuff, and I, I think I just missed a lot of it. So I'm gonna have to give it another viewing. Speaking of which, we'll end with this. With the I can't believe you didn't like uh, Don't Breathe Two. That movie was a travesty. Right you there. think so? Oh, See, I thought it was good, man. Do you remember the first one? I. It's been a while, but that I do remember. That first one was amazing oh yeah that first one was really really good and it was well constructed and it was a perfect thriller and it was two people breaking into if you don't know don't breathe it's it's like three criminals break into a blind guy's house not realizing the blind guy is kind of a badass yeah we'll fuck you and and kind of crazy and he's hiding a huge secret and uh but the problem is is they break into his territory you know anytime they step on a on a kitchen tile he knows where they are he can fucking swing and get them and everything and then the second one they take him out of the element and we're supposed to realize to believe that he is a badass taken and put in a completely separate location that he's never visited in his life before and he's still taking people out i mean daredevil can do it yeah see it's (laughs) it's ridiculous and at least they argue it as superpowers in this movie it's like he could well, have done that in the first one. He could not have done that in the second one. The I second do, one was completely unbelievable. I do like the plot twist, though. But yeah, even the plot twist. It was. It had gone so far after that. You were like, oh god. It's like okay. <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it, it seemed really. The plot that they had constructed here seemed really mean and vicious too, mm-hmm. and. Then you're you're rooting for a kidnapper, and it you know in the first one you weren't sure who mm-hmm. you were v- rooting for in the in the first Don't Breathe, and in the second one, you in the first one you were already rooting for like a bad a level of bad. Yeah, they're yeah. both bad. They're both pieces of shit. They're both yeah. pieces of shit. Which yeah. one should we? I mean, roll the dice. Who should Anti-hero. we? Uh, it, but in number two, none of them were redeemable. You yeah. were like, except for maybe that one girl. But uh, yeah. other than that, it was like, who gives a fuck? About <laughs> people and then it got to the point where when he was leaving the house and he was he was taking out what was supposed to be the best of the best mm-hmm. uh, in a location where he's never been i was like this is a mr magoo shit right <laughs> and, and, and like just avoiding falling into a pit of the pool and, i just and, think uh, it was i think it was entertaining uh it, it went overboard it went overboard with it was a major disappointment after watching the first one because mm-hmm. that portion was a tight little thriller yeah and it was really good and i was like oh this is good i recommend this movie to people that reminds me i have um an extra copy of uh well not an extra i have a copy for you to borrow of um escape room tournament of champions which is number (laughs) two because i know you haven't seen either one of them and i'll just tell you like the escape room oh yeah yeah i haven't seen the first one the first one that you said is good or it's good um i'll watch the first one you don't have to have seen the first one to see the second one one's better or it's as good yeah you know i think they're on hbo they might be on oh yeah i'll have to check it's worth a watch yeah, yeah, I'll have to check Escape Room. 
That must be similar to Don't Breathe because it's the second time you mentioned it when I mentioned Don't Breathe. So it must be somewhat similar. Kind of. It, just it must have that feel. The feel. Yeah, the the yeah. movies, it, it's, it's like Saw, but an escape room with And I love Stephen Lang. What I couldn't believe in that movie more than anything is, do you know Stephen Lang is my height? He's like 5'11". Oh, is he? Don't you imagine that guy being 6'4"? Yeah. I mean, he easy. looks menacing as easy. shit. He's yeah. a big 5'11". Yeah. Because he looks jacked. He got jacked, like, later in life yeah. when I, in the hard Ava- way. Well, in Avatar. Yeah, but even before that, the hard way. Do you remember the hard way with Michael J. Fox and James Woods? I remember it, but not well. Where uh, Michael J. Fox has to hang out with James Woods, who's a real cop. And yeah. he's, he's going to play one in the movie. Yeah. And Al uh, uh, Cool J's in it. And, <laughs> well, uh, Stephen Lang plays the party crasher in that movie. He's the bad guy that's okay. got bleach blonde hair. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Massive. He's huge because he was kind of a butterball when you watch him in like uh, Manhunter. Yeah, or was same, an old movie with him. Same with where he played Ike. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Tombstone. Tombstone. Yeah. yeah, he's so great that guy. Yeah, and, but he uh, he got I think uh, physical activity became like a goal of his. Yeah, like it doesn't look like uh, not to the point where he's like uh, looks like he's roided out, but he just looks like that old man strong. Yeah, know? yeah. That's why he was perfect in Don't Breathe. Yeah. But, Get him a better script. Get him a better script for Don't Breathe 3. There we go. Now you're talking. That's what I like to hear. (laughs) I'll watch it. I'll watch crap. You know what I mean? It won't make it on my high end of the list. (laughs) Well, that was fun, man. Yeah, Yeah. The Witch and Project Threshold. Check it out on YouTube. Give us a like or a comment on that for sure. Yeah. Because we've had a good amount. Well, actually, we've had more views on uh, Silent Dove. Oh, yeah? I think it's because we have a girl with a gun on the front cover. <laughs> it's it's completely honest. What I, are you saying, dude? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the cover with Project Threshold is creepy as shit. I, th- I, I think it. that yeah. that cover that we uh, picked out with the uh, the hazmat suit with the mask and, and one person them in, in the, the and, eye. and them in the eye. Yeah. I thought that was genius. I do too. When we uh, came up with that idea, and uh, but in the the we actually had professional photography do the silent dub one, but I, I truly think because it was a, a, a pretty girl with a gun, yeah. that people immediately will click on it. That's funny. So. Do we have a documentary on uh, Project Threshold? I know we have one on, um, we have a mini one for Silent Dove. I'm not sure if we have one for Project Threshold. I don't think we do. Just the blooper reel. Yeah, blooper reel. Yeah, I check out the blooper reel. If it's anything, fun. Man. You, you it's, could tell we had a blast on yeah. the set just from watching the blooper reel. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was. it's fun to put those together. And I had that, I, I love at the end when I uh, I always did the the calling cards when you could give the actors their, yeah. their kind of due. With yeah, the those are fun. fun. So usually done with comedies like Oscar or uh, uh, Spies Like Us yeah. did it and everything uh, like that. Clue. Yeah. Oh, speaking of John Landis too, I'm not sure if he's involved, but I saw the first poster for Beverly Hills Cop 4 today. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Is Eddie Murphy it's in Eddie's it? Eddie's on the front. He's on the front wearing glasses, holding a gun. I'm down. So, yeah, I'm definitely because, down. Because at this point, this amount of time, Eddie doesn't have to do shit. No. You know what I mean? So, And I don't care if it's on Paramount Plus or Hulu or in the theater. I'll probably matter. be on Netflix. I would no, that's fine. That. Doesn't matter. I'll see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I prefer it to be on there, to be for honest. It to have <laughs> been, for, th- for it to have been this long and for Beverly Hills Cop 3 to have sucked as much as it yeah. did, it's got to be good. Yeah. Well, I liked what they did with Coming to America. Yeah. So. Oh, I did too. As long as they, and they could easily bring, uh, I'm pretty sure Taggart's still alive. Ronnie Cox might Judge be Reinhold. dead, and Judge Reinhold is definitely alive. So yeah. you could definitely use Judge Reinhold. So who was the one um, that was in his Ferrari? Um, oh, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul yeah. Reiser would totally come back. He's yeah. made a uh, Axel. A take it easy. No, he's totally uh, been making a comeback lately in a whole bunch of different movies. Oh, dope. So, yeah. See, and he's supposed to be doing the Mad About You like revamp. Is coming and back. Serge. So. You gotta have Serge. Gotta have Serge. Yeah. yeah. I, Bronson Pinchot's not doing shit. I, exactly. I don't even have to check. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, but. 
Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, that was a great one, man. I'm glad you brought back the memories of that. That's a nostalgic episode. Yeah, It'll be dude. fun to make that uh, that collage yeah. now too. And I, I know I can bring clips of that episode up for this too. So right? it'll be fun. But cool deal. Well, if you want to uh, check us out, check us out on uh, uh, Facebook under Fascinated with Films. Or you could uh, leave a like or a comment on our SoundCloud or iTunes page. Or you could shoot us an email, fascinatedfilms at gmail.com. Or you could go right to our YouTube uh and just look up Project Threshold or Dupree Film Productions, and it will pull up all the trailers and um, and clips from movies we're talking about. Always got good violence and nudity in all my movies. <laughs> That's the 80s horror Paul in me. that had to bring that forward. So, All right. Till next week. See ya. Peace. Idiot, I told you a cloud hallucinogen.